Over at the Never Heard of It podcast, we've spent the last four years criticizing people's films and talking about how they could have made them better. Well, you know what? Now it's time to put your money where our mouth is. That's right. The Never Heard of It podcast and Night Shift Radio are making a movie. We are making a brand new sci-fi thriller called Somnium. Somnium is the tale of a brand new app, something kind of like TikTok, where people are able to watch others' dreams, everyone's dreams, anonymously across the world. However, our main character, Adam, starts to see dreams that look all too familiar, including dreams of somebody murdering him. So the question is, who is dreaming of murdering Adam? That's the question we look to answer in our brand new film, Somnium, but we need your help. We need your help in funding so we can pay the amazing crew and the amazing cast of this brand new film. Head to nightshiftradio.com somnium. Donate what you can, and if you can't, share with 100,000 of your closest friends. Someone out there is going to be a rich weirdo that's going to want to fund this film. So again, nightshiftradio.com somnium. Thank you so much, guys. We look forward to making this movie just for you. My name is Caleb Coy, and all of my life I've had encounters that I couldn't explain. As a child, raised in a deeply religious home, I was taught to believe in an invisible world of spirits, constantly at war. Growing up, I rejected faith in favor of science and skepticism. I don't know for sure that what I've witnessed were ghosts. I don't even know if I believe in ghosts. The souls of the dead, trapped in their last moments. Some residual energy of life, obeying the laws of thermodynamics. Whispers from a parallel universe, only noticeable when the membranes slap together. Or just hallucinations from mold in the wall. In the stories that follow, we offer no explanations. Only the truth as it was observed. So join me, as Night Shift Radio presents, Possibly Normal. Episode 4, The Mirror Hallway After we left the basement apartment where I saw the skeletal apparition, we moved into a brand new modular home on a plot of land not far away. It was a different school district, so I had to start over, at an age when kids tended to be at their cruelest. I hated growing up so far from everyone and everything. I hated the quiet, and I hated that there was nowhere to walk to. But I'll say this. It was peaceful. The shadows never felt quite as ominous. I never saw any strange entities lurking in the dark. My sleep was finally peaceful and would remain so for a long time. I spent most of my youth in this home, from fifth grade until I was in my twenties. After all the children had begun moving out, my parents sold the country home and bought a ranch-style house in the outer suburbs of Syracuse while I moved into an apartment in the city with two roommates. I briefly moved back in with my parents at about age 24, because being in a touring band was not a lucrative profession, and even the cheap rents in central New York at the time could be difficult to keep up with. There were things I found unsettling about this house right from the start. Around the border of the walls where they met the ceiling, the previous owner had decorated a, with a wallpaper of sorts depicting Egyptian-style hieroglyphs. Likewise, the bathroom had been decorated with depictions of the Coca Pelli. There was nothing wrong with these decorations, per se. 
Somehow they always left me feeling uneasy. Oh, and then there was the mirror. Listen, I know it's a bit cliche, and I can't really explain why, but mirrors creep me out, especially in places where they don't belong, like the end of the hallway between the bedroom doors. And that's exactly where this one was. It took up the entire wall at the end of the second floor hallway. It was impossible to reach my room without walking directly towards it. But other than that, it was just a normal suburban house. No reason to think otherwise. And one day I did something a bit out of character. I took a nap on the couch. I know, that's not particularly odd behavior, but I just typically don't do it. It was broad daylight, and I'd fallen asleep with the TV on. Probably a cooking show or something on the Travel Channel, who knows. Both of my parents were home doing various household tasks. I don't remember what, but knowing my father, I'm sure he was doing laundry. My mother was probably busy in her crafting studio. It was a fairly typical, lazy weekend day in our home. During my nap, I recall having the most intense nightmare I could remember since leaving that basement apartment. I don't remember the details now, but something truly evil was coming for me. That was the feeling I couldn't shake. I woke up trying to scream with everything I had, but sleep paralysis stole my breath. Neither of my parents heard anything, and when I had fully awakened, I decided just to dismiss it. It was a dream, nothing more. Or so I hoped. That night we had band practice. At the time, we would get together several nights a week at an old former post office building. They were typically late nights. But when I got home that night, something was different. The instant I shut the front door, I felt completely surrounded by something so malicious, I couldn't even explain it. It felt like the walls were closing in on me, and I might be suffocated right there in the dark. I ran up the stairs to my room at the end of the hall, right towards that mirror. I couldn't bring myself to look because I swear if I had, I would have seen something following behind me. I closed myself in the room to wait out the night, turned on all the lights and sat bolt upright in the center of my bed, staring at the door, hoping I wouldn't see the knob turn. I reached out to a friend. I needed to talk to someone and I, I couldn't wake up my parents for something like this. My friend was super worried about me. I was frantic, terrified and they actually came over to keep me company. We just sat and talked, waiting out the night, waiting out the dark, hoping whatever I had felt would leave us alone. I could tell they were freaked out too. In fact, all these years later, we still talk about that night. Neither of us can explain exactly what happened, but I take comfort in knowing they felt it too. That house was wrong. After I moved out again, less than a year later, my parents did some minor cosmetic renovations. They repainted, removed the hieroglyph trim from along the living room wall, and got rid of the Cocapelli designs in the bathroom. Look, I don't directly attribute any of this to the decor. That feels too coincidental and too ignorant of a perspective. I just didn't know anything about these things. But here's the thing, that place never felt evil again after. Maybe whatever it is, 
Maybe it moved on. Maybe it didn't like the redecorations. Maybe, as we'll see later, it followed me. I don't know for sure. My parents never noticed anything strange about the house. Or at least they never admitted it. <laughs>